this is the Grow to Amazing Podcast. This is Tony Mays, your host. Uh, today we're starting something new with the podcast and new stuff can always be interesting. It can be challenging. It can be, it can blow up in my face. It could do lots of different things. So, so we're going to give it a shot and see what we can do here. Um, the focus of this week's of this episode is what I'm going to call word of the week for the moment, but I've spent a lot of time thinking about this and it's, and it's a way to define some of the emotions, some of the things that are going on in my head and just kind of process a little bit of that, uh, hopefully in real time and, uh, or at least recap some of the things that have been going on. I've got a list about as long as my arm of different words that I've thought of, uh, to capture, uh, this concept and hopefully it gives you some insight into my thinking hopefully it gives you something that you can use to work with and i'm going to keep this one short too so this is going to be a lot shorter than my interviews and book re book reviews and things like that that have tended to stretch out quite a bit so uh, for those of you watching the video, I'm actually just taking a break from the camper right now uh, Jill has the boys back at the camper it's hotter than heck out here in Rising Sun, Indiana, but I'm just sitting in the truck down by the Ohio River, recording down here, and I've got a nice breeze, some shade, so hopefully uh, this won't be too bad, but um, thanks for listening. So I just would ask one thing, if you can share this with your friends, uh, subscribe to it on iTunes or whatever your podcast platform is, and some reviews would be awesome too. I don't ask for a whole lot. Um, I just want you to get something out of this, but it would certainly help me out to get a bigger audience and, and things like that. But I'm also looking for feedback. So what can I do better? How can I improve this? And does this topic uh, seem relevant to where you're at today? And so where I am and what we're doing kind of ties into today's word of the week. Uh, and that word today is fear. And fear can live in your life in a lot of different ways. And I've certainly had it in mine a lot. So I just, I had a few quotes um, that I wanted to bring up. And there's, you know, I've been starting to read some of the Stoic philosophers like Epictetus and and uh, Marcus Aurelius and things like that. And they have some great outlooks on life that I try to incorporate into mine. Um, and, but just some really good ones to think of about what is fear and what does fear mean to you and how does fear hold you back from doing the thing that you wanna do. So if you're distressed by anything external, the pain is not due to the thing itself, but to your estimate of it. And this you have the power to revoke at any moment. That is Marcus Aurelius. Fear makes us all feel our humanity. Benjamin Disraeli. Fear is the lengthened shadow of ignorance. I'm not sure about that one. I'm not sure I really care for that one. But fear defeats more people than any other, any other one thing in the world by Ralph Waldo Emerson. And that's something we've, <clears throat> I think I've felt internally and Jill and I have talked quite a bit about as part of our journey to where we're at today. But I think it's shaped some of the things I've done and haven't done over the years. And I've let it hold me back uh, in a lot of ways from 
growth and from being more than I than I am and from taking chances and from living a life of not excitement but a life of going outside the box and doing doing something that I that I love but might be taking a chance and putting things at risk and the easiest example of that is probably in my job where I think I've let financial security and I don't get me wrong I like my job and it's it's been good for me and good for my family it's helped us get to a position where we're financially able to pay all our bills and and do this travel experience life and things like that uh, but I think I've gotten a bit complacent there and that's kind of why I'm taking this road of the podcast that's kind of why we're going down this travel lifestyle and you know to be honest if this thing takes off and it's something I'm able to build a career from I don't know necessarily see that as a bad thing but you know I am committed to my job and I'm committed to making uh, continuing to make it be a success but I'm also not being blind anymore to the opportunities that are out there in the world and I think for a long time because I did have some financial struggles in my life I let that overrule my desire to grow and and take some chances and be outside that box so that would be one I don't know that I'm, I've got any themes that are coming out of this but that's just one area in my life where I let kind of fear and and fear take control of of my feelings and my my willingness to do something else that's different and um and step outside the box and take take a chance with something that's that might be less financially but would bring me greater job satisfaction and make this make my life experience better um so I guess that's one spot where I've let fear um, take a chance. Uh, the other, the other place where I've let fear um, control some of my feelings is probably with my relationships of with my boys. Um, I don't know if it's so much fear there as that's probably a different word for a different day as far as selfishness and complacency. Um, but I'm finding myself the last few years much more engaged with my boys than I than I was on young, when I was younger, unfortunately. So um, I didn't really know, I don't think, what it meant to be a great father. I tried, but uh, that's a whole subject for a different day. So I think I'm going to let that one sit. Um, there's a lot of work I've made there. But I think I also had the fear of making mistakes with my kids and and I think that I've let that hold me back some there as well. But but the biggest fear I can think of recently is this journey that we're on. I'm sitting here in Rising Sun, Indiana, in my F-350 dually pickup truck. We are we abandon all of the trappings of what would be considered a normal life by probably 95% of this country. And we are traveling the country in a camper. We've had people ask us, where's your home base? You know, where, you, where do you live when you're not doing this? And right now we don't have that. And man, is that scary. And um, 
it can be, it can be scary. Um, it definitely can be. And if I let myself think about it, if I let myself think about all the things that could go wrong, um, all the things that could happen, all the things that might, might go wrong, might break, might just whatever, it can be terrifying. And it has been terrifying because I've let, my go, let myself go to some of those places and not detached emotionally from them enough at times. Because, I mean, we're living in a 42-foot trailer that we pull behind our truck. That's all we got. And, and if something happens to that, um, thankfully, I mean, financially, we're in a position where if something happened, you know, we've got insurance, we've got uh, uh, something of an emergency fund on hand, we've, we've got things we can do to recover. And I think that's been the <clears throat> calming part of it for me is figuring out that the world will not end if something goes wrong. And um, so I think I've also been, we've spent a lot of time contingency planning and going through some of those scenarios, at least I definitely did from the RV maintenance side of things is that I can't, I had to, to know what to take with in the RV. I obviously had to spend a lot of time researching what are the common issues that can happen what are some of the things that might go wrong? What do we need to have on hand just in case? And what if one of those happens? All of those happen all at once. Uh, so, but building tools and supplies and things like that without going too far overboard to uh, be paralyzed, darn mosquitoes. Um, to be paralyzed or to have a whole camper full of contingency stuff that we can only do, we can only take so much with us. I mean, this is our home on wheels. So we have homeschool stuff. We have my work stuff. We have everything we need to live on the road without any other sport is all in this camper. So I can only take so much stuff in there to fix things that are that have gone wrong so we've had to prioritize we've had to do our best and then the rest of it comes down to trust and faith and planning and but but mostly faith and giving it to god and um so there's a lot of mornings when i'm laying there and just saying you know like like especially on move days or the day before a move day um, when we're getting ready to hitch up and head out and go to our next campground that may be a four, six or eight hour drive away. That's when I, that's when I can let the anxiety start to build and the fear and get a lot of the what ifs in my head. And that can, the what ifs can be okay, but you can also let it go too far. And I think sometimes I do that and I have done that. So I try to preempt that now by prayer and by running through scenarios in my head and, and just taking that mystery away of, of what are we going to do if X happens? What am I going to do if, if we blow a tire? What am I going to do if, if uh, 
something falls off the camper. What am I going to do <laughs> if if the truck breaks down? Uh, that's why we have all of these scenarios in place, and and there are all of this planning in place, all of these contingencies. So it's just remembering that and reminding myself and asking for God's help when I get to that point, and and just not letting it control me and detaching that emotion can still be there if you've never read the obstacle is the way by ryan holiday i highly recommend it uh but that even he says in there that that the emotions can still be there but the decision about that is whether or not you let it control you and and whether or not you detach from it and use the use the event or the whatever's going on as a way to um, build your control and build your build your um, just self uh, recognition that the obstacle does not have to be this panic inducing event. The obstacle is there for a reason, and the obstacle is there as a grow as a means for you to grow, and that's okay. That's supposed to be there. So we're on this trip right now. That's that if I just sat there and thought about all the things that could go wrong or the fact that we're now a thousand miles from, from quote unquote home, wherever home might be somewhere in Iowa, Wisconsin, hopefully Wisconsin. Um, but that we have nowhere to quote unquote, go back to um, that, that can be pretty fear inducing. And so that's why this was my first word of the week is that I've worked really hard and, and spent a lot of time praying, thinking, breathing, exercising, um, talking to my wife, just finding ways to not let that fear control me because there's too many times when either consciously or unconsciously before in my life, I've let that happen. Um, like I said, I mentioned my work, I mentioned my boys. I can think, I mean, going, even going back to college, um, I had originally had a pre-med track in mind for my college degree. And I think I would have loved that. Um, but I think I let my fear of going to a large campus hold me back and uh, settled to, an, to a small extent, at least at the time. I mean, I am where I am today because of that. But I think I had, I had dreams of being more in terms of where my career, different, where my career went. And I think I settled for something that was maybe easier than what I should have. And, and I think it was some fear of the challenge and some fear of stepping out on my own and just fear of not being even accepted as a person if I went to a different campus because I had gone to lacrosse to school because I knew people, um, because it seemed like a fun place to go with a nice marching band where I would fit in. And that was something I hadn't felt in high school. I never felt like I fit in, that I had friends that I could trust on no matter, that I could trust to be there for me no matter what. I didn't feel like I had any of that until college. And so I think to go there, um, 
was a shot in the dark for my sanity and for my personality and my self-confidence. And I think it did wonders there, but I think I also settled a bit and let the fear of stepping outside the box um, nudge me in the direction of staying there. So I don't know. And, and same thing could be applied to intimacy in my life with girlfriends over the years. Uh, I use sex as a means of, um, I thought sex, sexually being with someone was the same thing as being open with them, or I use sex as a way to distract from opening up and being intimate, truly intimate with somebody emotionally and connecting with them. Um, sex was easy to do and uh, it was a way to distract, I think, from not feeling emotionally secure. And I think I used it as a way to um, connect, but not connect and, and avoid the rejection of being, the potential rejection, not that any of the girls I dated would have done that, but to avoid the potential rejection of opening myself up to them completely emotionally and personality wise and everything like that. So I don't think it was until Jill and I started dating um, and I had been humbled by job losses and things like that and reassessed myself and reassessed what I wanted out of a relationship and just didn't give into that fear and was truly open with her about who I was, what I was, all of that, that things were different. So, so I don't know. Um, that's, that's what fear means to me is, and that's how I'm trying to combat it these days is praying a lot, giving it to God, detaching from it as best I can and not letting it control me recognizing that it's there, talking to Jill, talking to friends, connecting with friends when I've got issues that are scaring the hell out of me. Um, but yeah, you can't do this in isolation. You've got to have somebody there to help you, but you've also got to be honest about what you really feel. And I think that's the biggest thing is being honest with yourself, being honest with your friends and relatives and whoever your, your spouse, your girlfriend, whoever you're depending on to be there for you, you've got to be honest about it. And truly honest, truly being honest means you got to open up all the ugly spots and let them see it and, and be able to admit how freaking terrified you are to do whatever it is you've got to do. You know, if there's people out there that don't feel any of this crap, then I'm happy for you. And, or if you've been able to master it already, let me know what you've done because I can always improve here. Obviously, I mean, I'm, we're in the midst of this journey and I'm in the midst of this journey that I just started a few years ago, uh, but I'm doing a lot better now, but I can always get better and I will never stop looking for that. So, and that's the whole point of Grow to Amazing is this is my journey as much as yours. So I want you to, to be able to learn something from this and take something out of it that can help you.
and and battling and battling fear and overcoming it and and working around it is there there's not a whole lot of more things that are worth it than that so um i mean yeah it's worth it so i'll stop there we'll keep it short this time anyway so for grow to amazing Keep fighting out there. Let me know uh, if there's any other topics you'd like me to go over. We'll be in touch. Mm -hmm.